Welcome to Crypto Daily. My name is Dustin Knauss, and be sure to follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Previously, I discussed how some people think Ethereum is here to stay. Well, it turns out Bank of America thinks another crypto will become the winner of the smart contract race. In a note to investors, B of A's analyst, Alkash Shah, praised Solana by saying Solana prioritizes scalability, but a relatively less decentralized and secure blockchain has trade-offs, illustrated by several network performance issues since inception. Of course, here he's talking about several outages on Solana's network that occurred last year due to hackers denying access to the network, which left it out of service for quite some time. Shaw also criticized Ethereum by saying, Ethereum prioritizes decentralization and security, but at the expense of scalability, which has led to periods of network congestion and transaction fees that are occasionally larger than the value of the transaction being sent. B of A also said that Solana could become the visa of the digital asset ecosystem. Bank of America has been rather vocal about blockchains lately, giving similar praise to Avalanche. As a result of the endorsement, both Solana and Avalanche have been on an upward trend lately. In other news, Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, and NBA player Paul Pierce are all facing serious allegations in a lawsuit from the state of California. They have been accused of promoting a new cryptocurrency as part of a larger scheme to defraud investors while profiting for themselves. The class action lawsuit was filed on January 7th and claims the celebrities acted as endorsers of Ethereum Max or Emacs, which was pitched to investors as a disruptive new cryptocurrency. Well, it turns out those endorsements were just a ruse by Ethereum Max's creators to inflate the price of the token. Steve Gentile of Connecticut and Giovanni Perone of Florida created the token and artificially inflated the value, then sold it for substantial profits, according to the lawsuit. Now, this is known as a pump and dump scheme, which is highly illegal. And I imagine that those creators are going to be spending a bit of time in prison. Historically, however, lawsuits over endorsements have been hard to win, as there has to be proof that the celebrity illegally profited from the scheme. Now, right now, there's no word if the trio made a profit from the inflation. Currently, Emacs is trading at an all-time low. Well, the fastest-growing jobs over the past year are blockchain and crypto careers, according to data from LinkedIn. Job postings with titles including cryptocurrency, blockchain, Bitcoin, and Ethereum have increased 395% year-over-year. Now, most jobs are related to software and finance, but there are some other jobs on the hunt like assistants. And honestly, I've been getting messages quite a bit recently from companies looking for someone to head content due to my knowledge of crypto mixed with 10 years of experience in podcasting and about 20 years in TV and film. Fortune Magazine's Cheryl Estrada did a search on LinkedIn for the word blockchain and discovered 28,000 postings. So if you're looking for a career change, there's a lot of openings. And honestly, I found a lot of the positions are remote. Now it's time to turn our focus over to the world of NFTs. NFTs have found a way to seep into American politics. One of the biggest challenges in running for office is the massive expense that's needed. Now, that often is why a lot of our politicians are older. They have a larger list of people to ask for money from. Well, to help raise money, some candidates are turning to NFTs as a way to compete against those big investors that they can call. Sharina Kirani and Republican Blake Masters, who's running for the Senate in Arizona, are using NFTs as campaign merchandise. Kirani has sold around 21 NFTs on the marketplace SoulSea to campaign donors after raising $6,610. The contributions could have a minimum of $200 to a maximum of $5,800.
She tweeted out, When I talk about wanting to launch an NFT for my campaign, I get blank stares. Most folks in the political world had no idea what I was talking about or only knew crypto as something criminals were involved with. Blake Masters, however, raised around $575,000, combining the physical and digital world. He allowed 99 donors to purchase signed hard copies of his book and gave NFTs of the cover, which also gives them access to token holders-only parties. Now, this is a trend that I expect we'll see a lot more of in politics over the next couple of years. To continue NFTs in politics, China's crackdown on crypto has left them worried about missing out on a huge financial opportunity from NFTs. Typically, crypto and NFTs come hand in hand with blockchain technology, with coins being the way that you purchase an NFT. Government-backed blockchain project in China, the Blockchain-Based Service Network, or BSN, is working on an infrastructure that would support businesses and individuals to build platforms and apps to manage NFTs, according to South China Morning Post. Right now, public chains can't be legally operated within China, and NFTs can only be deployed on, quote, unreliable private networks. China is developing what they are calling the BSN Distributed Digital Certificate, or BSN-DDC. The program will allow for NFTs to be bought and sold by only using fiat currencies. A Turkish-Chinese business is expected to launch the first BSN portal soon. This will enable blockchain developers in Turkey and Uzbekistan to build a blockchain-as-a-service application. The global BSN portal will allow access to major blockchains like Ethereum, Algorand, Polkadot, Tezos, and more. Well, it's just too bad that China didn't see the NFT boom before the crackdown. It seems like a lot of work just to enforce your own digital currency. Please follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you get your podcasts on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment there. I'm Justin Knauss, and thank you for joining me today.